Welcome to the Hacker Noon Podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Nell. Hashtag activism had a bit of a moment today. Um, Blackout Tuesday, the 2nd of June, 2020, where, long story short, as a result of the initiative of two women in the music industry, everybody started posting black squares on social media. The official hashtags for this campaign were supposed to be the show must be paused and or Blackout Tuesday, but of course a lot of people use Black Lives Matter instead, resulting in feeds that used to be filled with information, donation options, news and bail links for arrested protesters being quite literally blacked out. I just think this is a really interesting moment. And uh, we've been having a few tense moments in our house, I guess, as a result of how much time I spend on Instagram. (laughs) And when I say we, I mean uh, myself and my partner, whose name I still can't pronounce. Well, first of all, it's great to hear that I'm your partner. It sounds so adult. It is. Well, boyfriend sounds weird. Isn't boyfriend weird? Yeah, maybe that's a bit weird. It's a bit weird at our age, I feel. Yeah, I'm quite old. Yeah, I think partner's the next best, but it it also feels strange for me. So I'm Koen. That's how you pronounce my name, Koen, with Monnetje. And I'm a psychologist uh, and Natasha's partner. That's right. And uh, I'm very Dutch. I think it's also good to know, because Natasha's talking about Instagram, uh, that I'm quite uh, unknown to that social platform. Actually, I'm very much from the Facebook generation. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't, uh, besides spying on uh, my partner, I don't know much uh, much about Instagram, actually. Back to the topic at hand. We were talking about Instagram and talking about how, I guess, what happens when a bunch of really well-meaning people who are sitting at home, not in the States, a lot of them, want to show solidarity with what's happening there and end up kind of screwing things up for, you know, protesters in real life who are on the front lines and need access to information. So I guess the question is, what is happening for those of us who are at home and who are caught in maybe this new cycle addiction what is kind of the psychology of that and and how how does this how does this little example show how many people are being affected by this even though they're probably not there and what's kind of happening to our brains right now when things like this go down okay that's all the questions well i mean it doesn't also have to be in your professional capacity just also in your personal capacity probably from watching me okay well that's like that takes some pressure off yeah Uh, yeah well, yeah, no, I don't know. Like, I think when you say how many people are affected by this, like, uh, I think a lot of people now use social media to connect to each other. But now maybe it's also people really, uh, yeah, meet on online and also maybe show themselves more uh, online. And also, uh, I, yeah, I feel when it comes to, for example, this this specific topic, I think it's also a way for people to feel that they belong somewhere, belong to a community, something that they've been missing. I can also speak from what I've seen in you lately is that you have this topic has really gotten to you and made you very uh, active, but also activistic. <laughs> and very, uh, well, you're like, you're a feisty as a person, but now in this combination of your personality and this topic, you know, brings out a huge amount of energy that can actually scare me sometimes. Mm. So, yeah. Hence the, well, that's not for the audience, but hence the, the, the tension at one point, I think, we had uh, before. 
But yeah, what is the question again? I feel I'm like yeah, I think you've 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 gone a good way <clears throat> to starting to answer that. First of all, to go back, you were talking about how we show more of ourselves online now, and I think that's so true. Yeah. If I think about how much more comfortable I am uh, being a lot more intimate online, you know, like a roll up to Zoom yoga in my um, pajamas, and and I, I have a lot less um, sort of inhibition because the only connection we could have for so long was online. So I I think it's cool. Um, to think about it that way, that we show more of ourselves now. But also, yes, it, it has been this sort of, I guess, boiling pot where I'm at home, my access to information is, this. it becomes this kind of cycle of addiction. And, you know, these things do fester. And so, for example, to share a personal anecdote this morning, when I saw the, the squares being posted, I reposted it myself without too much research without enough research there was only I luckily didn't use the Black Lives Matter hashtag and therefore didn't contribute to clogging, clogging the feed personally but I easily could have because I didn't look it up before I joined the joined that online movement of you know a bunch of our um, a bunch of my followers and and the people I follow I just kind of followed the lead Mm. without thinking about it too much and being too critical of it because I've been very swept up by this whole thing. So that is interesting. That's, you know. This is a confession you're making now. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. yeah. I guess it is. A big Yeah, I'm not proud. I'm not, I should have done more research. Mm. I'm lucky I didn't post it on Hacker News account <laughs> without um, with some kind of comment that wasn't at all um, backed up or thought through, Yeah, which happens so easily and all the time. But yeah, I guess it's just interesting to me what what is happening to those of us who are at home and how what we fall into all these different personalities. You know, you tend to have a very different response to these things. You and I attended the Solidarity March here in Amsterdam yesterday, and I don't know how that affected you being there in real life because you haven't been engaging with it every day. You know, you don't have Instagram. You're not on Twitter. And you're not you're not feeding your brain with all of this all day, but you saw yesterday in real life. So, how does that impact, by contrast, how you feel about it, and what you think about what's happening now? Well, I mean, it was quite impressive. Like I expected less people to be there. It was it was packed. I bought a newspaper this morning as, <laughs> as a result. I haven't done it in a long time because I like actual newspapers more than because uh, <laughs> I'm an old man. Yeah. There was a lot of controversy about this protest also because of the, the social distancing that should be still happening. Mm-hmm. And the mayor actually allowing the protest to go through, even though people were packed uh, on top of each other. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she's a very um, left Green Party mayor. What uh, is her name? I should know this. Uh, Femke Halsema. The mayor of Amsterdam. Yes, Femke the mayor of Amsterdam. And uh, she's red. Uh, I like her a She lot. sounds really red. <laughs> but she's now in a lot of fire because of the, because of not stepping in on this. And uh, she wasn't wearing a mask, right? She wasn't wearing a mask mm. either, no. And there's a picture of her walking actually like proud through the masses. It made an impression on me, I think maybe different than, than for you, but I think what it did for me was like, maybe care a bit more about the subject. I think I did read up about it, um, but wasn't as sort of immediately involved um, on the matter as, as, as you were. I think another thing that... that as a result, for me, came from it was, well, it was, was also thinking about, okay, do I look away easily? Do I, like, mm. not really want to get involved too much, uh, you know, taking, like, a sort of a 
easy step sideways. It's also a bit of a Dutch way of dealing with things. It's just like, yeah, thinking thinking from a very like distant place yeah. and see like try to see everything, and then and then a bit like okay, yeah, but but there's like there's nuances to it, and um, and that's uh, that's also a way of sort of protecting from maybe emotions that come with it. If you get too involved, it can make you very angry and powerless, and people don't want to feel like that. Well, you hit on something there, it's the powerlessness, right? I mean, that's what gets us all to repost things online, for example, is like feeling like we're doing something. Yeah. For me, at least, I know that's that's part of it. Yeah. But yeah, that's really interesting to hear. And I think you're, you're right about the differences in our cultural approaches. I mean, obviously, I'm South African. I come from a very young democracy that, you know, has a lot of its own very complex race issues still. Whereas maybe in the Netherlands, it's not such a forefront topic. No, well, it, it is. It is though. Like more and more now, of course, we we were huge colonizers yes. uh, in the past, and we've also been basically talking that right over right. time. Talking right is not really uh, proper That's English, right. but You're I'm trying. Language speaker. And it's it's. Um, yeah, so now there's more and more also organizations, like, for example, the one that organized this protest is called Kick Out Zwarte Piet. Oh, of course. Um, so <laughs> I would have to explain what Zwarte Piet is, mm. but that's, yeah, that's I quite think, complicated. I think in, if, we, if we go quite quickly through it, it's worth people knowing what Zwarte Piet is here in the Netherlands. It's a, it relates to Father Christmas or Santa Claus in the States. Maybe you can give just a quick little summary of how your your Christmas story works here. Well, we basically, we celebrate Sinterklaas and it's on the 5th of December. It's basically Saint Nicholas. He was a saint for the children. And somehow like over time, the way it was celebrated is like Saint Nicholas comes for, to bring gifts to the children, but he comes with helpers and uh, his helpers are Zwarte Pieten, which basically translates to Black Pete's. And they are basically dressed in, um, yeah, in clothes that refer to like colonial times. And Sinterklaas, when he comes in, he marches in on like a big horse and sort of Peter walk and do all the chores, basically. Mm-hmm. So the, the, yeah, I mean, the racist reference is very clear. Mm-hmm. And that that late last couple of years, it really has probably sort of a divide in the Netherlands. People want to keep that sort of Dutch culture and think it's innocent and people say yeah no this is really racist we should and it's offensive to people uh, we need to um, we need to remove um, we need to change it change and has, has there been any progress in, in getting it changed there has been yeah like now for example they introduced something that's called rainbow peats so instead uh-huh. of because they're they're the thing is like black peats are basically white people in blackface that, in, in blackface mm-hmm. and now they changed it to people dressing up in just in different kind of outfits, not not like the golden earrings and things that yes. but black faces, like just colored faces, like in different colors, like uh, you know, yellow, orange, whatever. So yeah, it's like <clears throat> so there has, it, it did have an impact. Like they they did have um, some kind of uh, yeah, there is bit, there is a bit of a movement on that. I'd be interested to see what happens this year in the context of. Yeah, after this, it might really um, have an impact. Yeah, escalate. I mean, there's also been some incidents already with like where there's fi- p- protests of sort of beat pro and and yes, I, I actually read violence. about that last year. I remember. So this is a very small skilled uh, art, <laughs> Dutch little yes, um, own version of the struggle. Yeah, but 
Yeah. Just goes to show everywhere needs to be addressed, everywhere we need to be having these conversations, which is another vote for social media activism. Yeah, you want to get it's good, it's good to you bridge back to social media activism because that's what we spoke about. Indeed. And I, I had a thought about it just now, and I want to get it back. Yeah. Because you you wanted to also know like why is it why do I get so involved in it like why is it mm, me personally why do I have such a strong response yeah yeah but you also feel like you, you also had a question about why do you keep feeding keep reading yes. so much about it why do exactly. you like it's almost like an addictive pattern yeah and yeah I think that well especially if you combine it with like posting we said before like you feel like you belong to something like something mm -hmm. important and you try to make a difference but I think also posting things. And getting responses on it. I mean, from that we know For it sure. is an addictive uh, sure. cycle. I mean, just, just every time that somebody clicks or like posts, it's like a little dopamine yeah. shot. It's something I've had to monitor in myself quite a lot. Maybe that's another positive is that movements like this will bring us back for more information that is more constructive than, you know, consumerist maybe. For sure. I did have a, that's the thing I wanted to say now, sorry. <laughs> you come back. It's like, yeah, no, because I felt, but this is just like, a, I'm just thinking out loud. Yeah, right? go for it. But maybe what's also involved is like, okay, we, we live uh, in social isolation for a long time. Mm. Uh, we know that it has an impact on people's emotional states. Of course. Uh, you get a lot more feelings like loneliness, like depression. And I think getting involved in something like this, also listening to a lot of people talk, of, uh, it also brings up different emotions, like you, for example, feel now much more anger, mm. which for some people, not, I'm not one of them, but you mm. are one of them, is a more uh, welcomed emotion than sadness. Yes. Or than loneliness or, or um, yeah. For sure. So, so people also can do like these kind of things, like from, especially when it comes to a little, little bit obsessive, mm -hmm. just to feel something different than they, than the, the, the state that they're in. Or the, the right, I'm trying to shift my, my Possibly, state. it's a theory. That's very much an addiction psychologist. <laughs> it is very much an addiction psychologist and a very individualistic view on, yeah. on, on it. But it is good to, to monitor these things in our own patterns and daily routines and remember to take deep breaths and take screen time seriously and and, and make sure that we're not flooding ourselves because yes as you as you're pointing out i spend more time these days feeling very angry yeah. than i did uh, a couple months back so it's it's something to just be aware of that that does take a toll and i think that like we know that i'm the opposite when it comes to anger, like I Which is why we're fear today. anger. I'm like I want to <laughs> avoid it. Yeah. So we could also explain why when it comes to this matter, I'm like no, avoidance. I'm just gonna avoid it a little bit because it might evoke a lot of anger, and that's not an emotion that I like. But then, what is it like for you to be an avoidant personality at a time like this, where you've got an activist living in your house who's shouting at you every day from the armchair, going, you know, we need to do more, we need to be more. It's, it's it can be stressful. I can imagine. Yeah, no, I've had moments now, like especially after we had like a fight about it, that I feel when you when I feel that you get like uh, worked up about the topic, mm. that I just feel stressed, and uh, mm. and now I feel caught between okay, but actually I just want to move away from it. Yeah. But also like I feel oh, if I move away from it, I might piss you off more because then you feel I don't care. Exactly. So <laughs> yeah, and so like and also a nuanced vision, which would be more automatic response would be like well let's water it down a bit what you mm. bring let's bring some other things in it mm. 
might also tick you off feeling like no this is not the yeah i the, don't need nuance right i don't now. need nuance like we need to like act yeah so yeah so it is not that easy yeah no, to be honest sorry about that yeah no that's right <laughs> <laughs> yeah so maybe a tip like maybe we can maybe we should sort yeah of close end, off on a, with, end on uh, a tip end on i like tip. that I, I i thought of a tip i think a tip is like uh, and this, this this can also be the tip for you then mm. is to not only or maybe less so follow the daily news and the, and the updates and like you know you get reports about like new violence mm -hmm. new looting it's mm -hmm. basically a cycle and it's not actually not very interesting it mm -hmm. just pisses you off more and makes you feel more powerless mm -hmm. and instead of that maybe move more if you want to read about the topic read more about the history of it uh, maybe read books about it maybe read like longer articles like opinion opinion articles that is a really great idea and um yeah it's basically i think it's a tip that i that i took before from my like wise old father <laughs> that i had a bit of a newspaper addiction at one point he said like stop reading newspapers news is fluchtig so news is like flighty mm -hmm. read books you know because like that actually just broadens your view more and you get like more interesting um ideas about the world then if then you just read short, every day exactly new cycle type content especially today yeah expanding that metaphor to, <laughs> to twitter and instagram absolutely i realized you know three minutes into a, a compilation of cops sparking violence today that i was not actually serving yeah my brain or anybody by continuing to consume these short clips and and viral videos so i really like that tip thank you you're welcome <laughs> All right, we'll end it there. Thank you for listening. I'm Natasha from Hacker Noon. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Back to the internet.